This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for January 16th, 2012, episode 30. Wait, did I just say 2012? Welcome to another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy, whoa, accent. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> we haven't had a podcast yet this year because we got lazy. That's true. <laughs> we, we got Christmassy, and Christmas means you don't have to do anything. And I, and I started playing this game. I don't know if you've know heard of it. It's kind of called Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh, snap. How is that? Really hard to get stuff done now. <laughs> not that I'm playing that game. I may or may not have bought a new computer to play that game. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, we're here, and hopefully two weeks from now we'll be here again. But Sound Defense, what has happened? There's been a handful of things that have happened. 2112 came out. Yeah, that's true. Um, that was really that cool. Um, I have not. Unfortunately, some bad stuff has been happening with me. Uh, I don't know how many people know about this, but my account got hacked, and somebody locked me out and used my account to buy like 10,000 Microsoft points. Did they at least buy 2112? No. Uh, they did give me a new FIFA That's achievement, though. unforgivable. Yeah, I, I was not happy. Everything's uh, good now, though. Everything's settled. My money's refunded and all that. So I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> That's good. Um, do you get to keep the points? Um, No, I do not get to keep oh, the points. That is crap. You should be able to keep the points. <laughs> Here's a hundred free dollars worth of points. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. It's an ordeal. At least give you like ten. Ten dollars of free points. Give you something. Don't be a they bone gave here, me people. two months of free life gold. Who cares? Gold sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not like we needed to do our jobs or anything. We technically don't, I don't think. Mm. I don't think you need a gold account for X and A. But I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. So, yeah. Besides that, um... Rock Band Aid did this. I don't know if they did it or if someone else did it for them. <laughs> but they put up a random tons of statistics from 2011 for Rock Band that Sound Defense showed me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to run through a couple of these that I think are really cool. Sound Defense, you have gotten a look at this, but you, did, you said you didn't look at it too heavily. Not really, no. I didn't pay that much attention. Um. All right, then. We talked about Sound Defense... What's what that? are the top five? <laughs> the top five. The top best five scene. best, most ranked pieces of DLC released in, based on sales, I presume. Okay, I'm gonna do some guessing here. Hold on, I already told you this before. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, you so, told you told me the artist names, but not exactly what the songs were. I don't know why that was plural. <laughs> I'm trying to be. Ah, oh, forget it. I was, I was I just trying wanted, to be I just, uh, I, the misleading. The reason I'm asking this is because I want to point out that the top five best-selling songs of last year were all Linkin Park songs. Yes, pretty much. In the end, Numb, What I've Done, Crawling, and Somewhere I Belong. And then mm. in the top ten, Waiting for the End is also another Linkin Park song in the top ten. Why am I not surprised? So, I don't want to hear anyone complain about Linkin Park songs ever again. Ever. Ever again. Ever. If I ever see it, I'm going to kick you out of whatever situation I'm in. Just 
You're going to be, like, at a con or something. They're going to complain about Linkin Park. I'll kick them out of the con. I'll contact Gabe and Tycho and kick them out of PAX East. Wow. Anyway. Um, so that happened. <laughs> There's a couple of random things that I really like. How, can you guess how many live songs got released this year? Or last this, year? Last year. This um, year would be zero. <laughs> last year? That's a good question. I want to say... Unfortunately, I don't have the names of them. Hmm, that's a bummer. I'm going to say uh, 15. It's way too high. Way too high? It's going to be more like nine. Nine, huh? Yeah, huh. nine live tracks. I wish I can't even think of any live tracks. I, I think we had a Kiss Pack, didn't we? Those were all live. Yeah, rock and roll all night. Can you guess the artist that received the most DLC in 20, 2011? I almost um, said 2112. <laughs> 2011. It wasn't... I don't think it was This one's a sleeper hit. Uh, sleeper hit. It wasn't The Clash, was it? Yeah, it was The Clash. It was By The Clash. a dramatic margin. Ah, that was my first guess, because they released that album of, like, 18 songs. Yes, 19 songs came out for The Clash. Wow, that's crazy. I think all in that one week. Uh, can you guess some of the ones after that? Though Then it, then stuff gets be a little bit more difficult. After that, um, there's always Queen. You can Queen. Guess. Queen was number two, tied for number two. Can you guess who's oh. tied with who tied with Queen? They had like 14 releases or something. No, they had nine. <laughs> nine, really? Okay. Who else had nine releases? Um, Foo. No, not the Foo Fighters, though. It wasn't Bon Jovi, was it? No, Bon Jovi had... Actually, Bon Jovi's not listed on here, which I think is... It must have all been last year or something. Yeah, I think... Yeah, Bon Jovi was 2010. I think you're right. Hmm. Uh, I'm afraid I don't know off the top of my head. Johnny Cash. John. Oh, oh, that's right. Johnny Cash. He had a bunch of stuff. Pretty big pack. And then yeah. I'm just going around with the next three. There's Bob Marley and the Whalers with his pack. <laughs> uh, Ozzy Osbourne, that huge Ozzy pack. That oh, we got. crap. That's right. How did I forget that? And then the Red Hot Chili Peppers pack that we got. All eight songs. Of course. I, I got that. I didn't actually didn't get that pack. I got the four songs I knew from that pack. Right. Can you guess? All right. So the highest pack number that came out. So, like, you know how it's, like, this band, mm-hmm. pack, pack 24. Like, yeah. <laughs> the highest pack number that came out in 2011 was a 04. What were the two bands that were 04? One of them well, was two. Queen. No. No? <laughs> Queen has not had four separate DLC packs. Seriously? It must have at least had three. Yeah, but not four. Who's four? Queen, uh, might, Queen might, the thing is, Queen might have had a different named pack. Oh, yeah, they had that uh, that one retro DLC pack. Yeah, so that doesn't count towards the count, I don't believe. But it wasn't a four. No. Uh, who keeps coming out all the time? Yes, who has, what band and person has insane amounts of DLC in rock bands? Uh, I feel like I should definitely know this, but I'm terrible, so I don't. What person do they always joke about being in every band ever? Oh, friggin' Dave Grohl. Yeah, and his band would be... The Foo Fighters. Right, so there's a Foo Fighters pack four. The other one, a little bit of Sleeper, I think. I didn't, wouldn't have predicted this. Weezer. Weez- Weezer? Weezer's had a lot of packs. They have. And That's apparently true. They're, they're usually four. like three packs, so it doesn't add up to a lot of DLC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Weezer's had four different separate packs. Interesting. Yes, I thought so as well. Um, this one I like a lot. Songs released by Decade... Oh. Can you guess the two decades, starting from the 50s, <laughs> the two decades that had the most DLC? Most They're actually DLC. tied. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with the zero zeros. Yeah, that was one of them. And the 1980s. Close, the 1970s. Uh, yeah, they went I knew it was one of the older. Other. They went slightly older. Uh, the 80s was right behind the 70s, and mm. then the 90s were behind the 80s, and then the 10s. The 10s? The 10s were behind the 90s. Wow. But yeah, uh, people say we don't get enough modern music sometimes, but right there, number one, 2000s. Yeah. Unless 2000s doesn't count as modern music anymore, in which case, I don't know what planet we're living on. You're too old, man. You're too old. Exactly. This is all official DLC, we should say. I don't think, this does not take Rapid Network into account. Because if it did, there would be higher numbers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I think Especially it'd be heavily skewed toward, times. <laughs> it heavily skewed towards the zero zeros, I think. It would be heavily skewed towards 2010s, I think. That's true. Actually. Um, there's been one emo song. I want to know what that is. <laughs> what is the one emo song? I have no idea. My guess is um, something by Panic at the Disco. Maybe. It's probably a Fall Out Boy track. But I think that's, you know, you should go look at this look these stats up. I think they're random and like a lot of fun, and I love random stats. Random is there anything in this best. that you want to pick out, Sound Defense, that you saw that was interesting? Uh, I don't know. You haven't let me take a look at it yet. I said you could look at it. <laughs> okay. Uh, huh, how many different artists were released in 2011? Four. Four. Was it 50? Uh, it was 128. I wasn't even close! 50 of them were new to the platform. Okay. 50 new artists. Yeah. I knew I read that statistic someplace. 128 total. Oh, here's something interesting. Alright, this is what I wanted to point out. It's the Toy Machine. I was arguing with Toy Machine, which is always a bad idea. <laughs> and he was saying, well, DLC's on the downturn for Rock Band. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Sunfest. When Rock Band came out, do you remember how many songs were coming out a week? Um, like the very first time the song came out? Yes. Like, uh, when Rock Band 1 was going on, do you remember how many songs it was a week? Wasn't it like three? Yes, it was three. So the weekly average for DLC stats currently, for 2011, was mm-hmm. 5.8. 5.8. So we're still almost double what it was when it started. So anyone who thinks that DLC is on a downturn for harmonics, you know, it might be down from when it was at its peak, but it's still well above what it started at. It's hard to compete with uh, what we had when Rock Band 3 first came out because they were doing like 10 packs for all the best artists in the world. Right. And then, I mean, before that, we were getting tons and tons of albums as Rock Band 2 2 sort of closed down. We were getting tons of albums. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, DLC's probably on the down from 2010, but it is certainly on the up since when it began. Mm -hmm. Uh, So trying to, you know, call foul at the, you know, call for the sky to fall for something like this is a bit uh, lofty, I think. Uh, sky, lofty. Sky loft? I don't get it. <laughs> huh. I guess because the loft is near the sky? Uh, something like that. I was thinking, like, lofty, high up, and then there's the sky. And... Could have said sky landers. So, sky. Well, that just sounds silly. Skylanders is a thing, dude. Yeah. They're awesome. No, I've, I've seen. No, I read uh, recently. Um, I'm pretty sure we've completely off topic by now. What are you talking about, Skylanders? It's a Sky- Skylanders podcast now. Skylanders. Uh, Skylanders t- Network coming to a 360 near you. <laughs> Turns out that I I read that Skylanders it is the fourth or the fourth most profitable video game thing of December and the tenth of the entire year. I want to know what's above it. Uh, Call of Duty, most likely. Oh, that makes that would make sense. Yeah. 
just based on sales alone. I was thinking just because of the toy stuff. It's probably yeah. the, the highest gimmick. <laughs> yeah, the sale thing. numbers for the actual game are not that high, but when you add in like all the, the total sales, it's big money. Yeah. Anyway, Skylanders. They're pretty cool. Good for your kids. Anyway, um, someone's all right. Stuff on Skype. Oh, so you're sending me a NeoGAF article? <laughs> yeah. This this is the December sales results. All right. I'm gonna look at this and not talk about it. <laughs> um, okay. But is there anything else on this list that you think is interesting? Uh, I'm not too sure. I guess not. I think we covered all the really cool stuff. All right. Well, good because we have a lot of songs to get to. So let's just talk to the break. Okay. This week we have four tracks, Sound Defense. Or we could have even had more, but we, could have, we decided... But I, I wanted to save it. S- yeah. Save the awesome for a little bit later, but four okay. tracks. Sound Defense, what are we kicking that off with? We're going to start off with uh, one last track from Victory Records, at least for now. This is Aiden with Hysteria. Hysteria by Aiden. Uh, mistaken, what do you think of that? I like drums on that song. Uh, yeah, I do too. Drums are pretty fun. I mean, the song's pretty straightforward. There's nothing in it that blows your mind, I don't think. There's one drum fill in particular that could be <laughs> difficult, but uh, gen- generally it's not something that's going to be... It's, it's not easy, but it's not like super taxing. Yeah, and r- really anything. It's probably easy on bass, let's be fair. Yeah. Uh, the vocals aren't too bad either, really. Mm. We talk about the vocals a bit, since yeah, I've probably the most vocal non. It's not talkies, <laughs> yeah. Like the rest of the victory pack, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 very actual singing oriented, which is good. I like I like seeing that, and uh, yeah, I ended up doing vocals for the entire victory pack. But this was one of the songs that I ended up enjoying the most because you know this this guy he's pretty good at holding a pitch. For one thing, and that makes our job a lot easier. Oh, you have no idea! Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what I also like is how uh, once we get into the uh, chorus, we end up with you know three completely different parts going on at least at one point or another, and there was actually uh, too many different vocal lines going on for me to represent all the lyrics, so I had to cut one of them. That sucks. Eh, but at least, only, but at least the variety being one word. No, all right. At least there's variety though. It's always yeah. better to have too much than too little. Yeah, but it, the the sound of all the voices coming together and they're all on pitch and they're all singing is, you know, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a cool sounding song, I think. Um, guitar's pretty straightforward. Solo's nothing insane to speak of, but I think it looks fun. Yeah, it's it's sort of like not he's not going for, you know, shredding all over the guitar. He's, you know, doing something a bit more minimalist, but it sounds better. It's more melodic. Yeah, definitely. And it fits within the song perfectly. It does. Um, drums is probably the, e- the, the easiest, no, the <laughs> most difficult instrument. Um, if just for those a handful of fills that are really difficult. 
Yeah, one of one of them is it gave me a lot of trouble because it's a crossover fill, but at the time when I was playing the song and making a video of it, my yellow symbol was in the way, so I couldn't cross over. So I had to do just the most awkward sticking in the entire universe, and I don't know how it worked. But it worked. It you did. did manage to get an FC of this, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It was yeah. amazing. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's that song. Yes, um, it is. Moving forward, we have a next song. I'm going to pronounce this dude's name wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't song, know We have a song by a man called Mike Kotoka. Kotoka? Uh, I don't know. I, I sort of figure if I... There's a name that I don't know how to pronounce. If I just sort of say it, just blurt it out somewhat lazily, it'll be close enough. <laughs> so, Mike Kotoka uh, called Love's Prophet. I've all the signs are saying something, but you know they're reading up there. And they're standing by your door, and yet you're free. They're singing Love's the Prophet, we could get off it and they're trying to make a fool of me Yeah, they're trying to make a fool of me They got to steal the honest dollar Working hard like undercover I thought they didn't want you in this country Yeah, so fight to raise your family feet The taste of Michael Tocco's Loves the Prophet Sound defense, what do you think of that bluesy track? Ah, I think it was pretty bluesy. It's kind of rocking, kind of bluesy Reminds me of uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan if he didn't shred yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's no super shredding stuff, but it is still it, it, it captures that sort of bluesy style. It's a lot like the type of stuff that would happen in a verse of a Stevie Ray Vaughan song. I think it does. It's got like a sort of a swing rock feel to it. Yeah, lots of swing to this song. Uh, I think the drums, the drums are sort of uh, like they're interesting whenever the swing stuff comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever the drummer starts to to really play along with that that swing style. Uh, most of the time, he's just doing basic stuff. But when he does play with it, it's super cool. Yeah, I did is. not watch bass at all, sound effects. I watched a little bit of it, and there were parts where it was kind of moving around, but most of the time, it seemed pretty straightforward. All right, I was distracted by guitar, because I think guitar shines in this song the most. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think it's overly difficult, but I think it's it moves a lot, and it's super cool. I guess yeah. vocals shine really well, too, though. Don't yeah, you? I'd say so. You, I was, just you just don't like blues vocals? <laughs> no, I, I don't mind blues vocals at all. I was just really focused on the guitar because it was cool. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, this is, I think this is a good, this is a good track um, if you like blues style music. And I think this would be this is another one of those tracks I think would be really fun to do guitar vox to. Uh, guitar vox? Oh yeah, Voc, vox star. Vox star is what I refer to it as. Well, that's what everyone refers to it as, but it's not the official term. So there is no official term. But yeah, vox star. Guitar sure. box. That would be I cool, think, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a great song for that because it's not too difficult on either instrument. At the very end of the song, he ha- he's doing, um, he's matching the guitar pitch as he sort of, it sounds like it probably fades out on the album. Yeah, it's just him singing along to the same thing he's playing on the guitar, basically. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like if the album version probably it fades out, but it doesn't fade out for us because you need to hear it still. Yeah. So and then the ending is I don't really know what happens. Yeah, it sort of just it does sort of just end, which so, is, again lends itself to me thinking that it probably is a fade out. Uh, but yeah, definitely a great bluesy track. Is there anything else you want to mention about it? Sound defense. Um, well, it's kind of short. <laughs> well, it is kind of short, but a lot of bluesy songs are kind of short sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. The, vo- the vocals are. It, uh, I don't know. It's just it sounds like a fun time. It's sort of he repeats the same sort of melodies over and over in the verse, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know it's, it's it sounds cool. I like I like the bluesy style rock that something. Speaking of bluesy style rock something, I don't even know if that 
really works here, but whatever. What is yeah. our next song? Sound our, our next song, bluesy rock, funk, jazz, prog, whatever. I don't even know. It's uh, so- another song by The Breakdown. This will make Toy Machine happy. This is Touch the Mic. Not plan it past. Knock down the door as the tents unmask. The world is mine as I gaze within. Place my pen to the pad and watch where it's been. Uh, this is what, what happens when I touch, touch your mic. Touch your mic. Touch your mic. I said, this is what happens when I touch your mic. Touch your mic. Touch your mic. Was touch the mic by the breakdown. Mistaken. Uh, lay it on me. What do you think? <laughs> that song is funky. Is it, everything the breakdown does is funky. That's why this I love them. This is the funkiest of all, though. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that. This I don't understand how you can create so much funk and make it awesome like they but, do in this song. Scientist funkometers in Australia are going off the charts. Funkasaurus Rex is coming back from the dead to listen to the song and funk out. Funk, anyway. Funk, yeah. <laughs> do I have to censor that? I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, this song's great. Like, do you, yo, sound yeah. sense, do you like Rock Band? I like Rock Band. I think you should buy the song. I think you're right. But mistaken, what if I don't like it? What if it's bad on my instrument? No, you should buy the song because it's good on every instrument. It's good on everything, even the bass. It's good, good on instruments that don't exist yet. It's good on the sousaphone. Yeah. How great would it be if it was good on the sousaphone? <laughs> but I Whatever. mean, everything. everything's just going, just going for it in this song. Drums have insane, really complex patterns that involve ghost notes. Yeah, they, they really love their ghost notes and their random bass kicks. And it's it's really hard to read, but it looks like... A really good time. Yeah, but it's one of those patterns you lock into, and then it feels really good. Guitar just decides it wants to solo when it wants to. Yep. Keys decides it wants to solo for half the song. <laughs> and does. And does. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, as with the breakdown, they have that sort of rap, uh, rapping with singing on top of it. And I think this song in particular does it incredibly well. It, it really does. And it's like almost nonstop, too. We had... Uh, we may still have trouble uh, finding activation points just because there is so much rap going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is such a perfect harmony song. Because you can get two people doing this two different lines. Is there a third harmony at any point? No, no? there's just the two people. It's uh, one one harmony line per singer. Per singer. So that's perfect. Yes. Because it just it just brings it all together in a way that you couldn't have done before Rock Band 3 came out. Which it feels really good. This This is the case study or not study but this is this is like the reason that harmonies needed to exist so you could not have done this song right without it yeah pretty much this is one of one of the things like any sort of thing where we've got two people playing off of each other you got to have two microphones for that or else it just doesn't work right and man is it just awesome (laughs) it's really great i I gotta sorry go all right, I got to bring up the keys again because the keys are just completely insane. They're like in a, an easy, easy devil tier, mm-hmm. and it's I I remember transcribing and doing pro keys for the whole thing, but I still was not prepared for just how awesome some of this stuff was. It is quite over the top. It's super tough in five lane, and pro keys I assume is equally as difficult. I'm I'm gonna assume pro keys is way the hell more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the left hand stuff is missing. 
Yeah, that's true. I took out a bunch of left-hand stuff. Oh, actually, I didn't take out a lot of left-hand stuff. I took out some There's of it. one part in particular I'm thinking of that won't be the same in five lanes. Yeah, I, I tried to make it difficult, but not unreasonable. And right. I, There's I one think part it still, that would be unreasonable. Yeah, I, th- I think it still ended up unreasonable, but it wasn't stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, if you are if you like Rock Band, there's no reason for you to not own the song, as far as I'm concerned. It's great on everything, and it's just great by itself. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's, it's just great. It's absolutely great. Uh, moving on to our last song of the week, we have a track, another track by Quarter. This is Eternity Below. And I swim above this That was a taste of Eternity Below by Quartered. Sound defense. What do you think about that song? And before you answer, let me say, yeah. uh, you know what? Bite me. <laughs> uh, the, the thing that Stegen's referring to is that there is a song, there is a rule in uh, vocals authoring that says when you have a word that you're splitting into two syllables, they either have to both be talkies or they have to both be sung. And in this song, he basically, he says again, but he screams us. It's like, I learned to breathe. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and this is what was I supposed to do? So I think we just uh, ended up breaking that rule completely and just not giving a crap. Which is really, to be fair, what we should do. Because yeah. <laughs> it's very obvious that that is an issue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know In what else we were supposed to do. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody complained about it, so I guess we did the right thing. Probably. Or no one noticed. One of the two. Um, sound offense. What do you feel about drums? Drums. I feel that. Oh man, the drums. <laughs> the, the, the drums are. Cr- I don't know if I love them or hate them. No, I love them. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> I, sure I'm leaning towards love, but they're yeah. they can be pretty crazy at times. Drums are pretty dope in this. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're, they're dope I, in all quartered songs. Their drummers are amazing. Yeah, I mean, anyone who thinks that their change in style has has negatively impacted their drummer is crazy. <laughs> is anybody saying that? Well, I think. I think people who are inclined to dislike their new style are inclined to say that everything is bad about it now. Oh, well, they're wrong. Yes, because, man, drums are crazy on this song. Drums are um, great. Yeah. Guitar is pretty straightforward, bass pretty straightforward. Vocals has the typical chorded singing stuff that's nice. It is. Uh, it's, but I really think drums is what stands out. Drums really stand out here, but uh, I want to point out that I just like how the way we're mixing these quartered songs, because in... I was listening to this on to YouTube. To be fair, the way that B-West is mixing this. The way that B-West, okay, yeah, B-West is our mixer. I mixed this. And I hope I'm not giving him false, uh, false credit. Yeah. Whoever mixed these songs, probably B-West. He did a great job, because I was listening to this song on YouTube earlier, and during the chorus, uh, there are a bunch of harmonies in the song that are really hard to hear on the album version. They're really, you know, set back, turned down, but mm-hmm. we brought them out and charted all of them in this song, and it sounds really cool. Yeah, it's it's a shame that some of that gets lost on the album mix. I guess they wanted to pump the lead vocalist more. Um, but yeah, I mean, typical chord of stuff you're really interested in. That. I'm not as into this song as I am Walks Like a Ghost. Yeah, Walks Like a Ghost is pretty hard to top though. That's a great song. Yeah, but I definitely think if you're if you're Jones are for more quarters, especially in the vein of Walks Like a Ghost, I would 
give Eternity Below a shot. Yeah, if you're looking for a really fun drum song that will test your fill ability. <laughs> yes, definitely. another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you want to know more about Rhythm Authors, you can go to RhythmAuthors.com. You can follow us on Twitter at, at RhythmAuthors, and you should subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. Leave a comment, all that good jazz. Pretty sure no one has still done that. But I'm going to keep saying it until someone does, in which case I will continue to say it after that. So but, that's definitely a reason to say it. Yes. But if you want to know more about Rock Band Network in general, you can go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com. Uh, if you're interested in me for some unknown reason, you can check out uh, my YouTube videos at Sound Defense RB. You can check out my various Twitter musings at, at the Sound Defense. And you can also check out my various writings at crack.com and nintendogal.com. And if you're interested in following me, you can find me on YouTube at Mistaken or MistakenSH. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Mistaken. You can find my writings at GameZone.com and PMSClan.com, where I'm the editorial director. And you can listen to my original music at mistaken.bandcamp.com and buy my songs in Rock Band. I have three now. Yeah, they're pretty so cool. So look me up in Rock Band, Mistaken, that's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. Sound Defense, we're finally back. My mom is texting me. That's very random. Uh, what is she saying? Do you have class on Mondays? Do you yes. have class on Mondays? At 2.30. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So, it's nice to be back. It's nice to be back sometimes. It is, but we, we won't be able to do this Mondays at 2.30, I guess. And that was Touch the Mic by... Hold on. Okay, stop. All right.